next year will be based on how much money you make, right? If you're not bringing in the amount of money that you want and that you need in order for your business to be successful, then chances are you're not really going to be able to do anything else. So you need to sit down and map out your revenue goals and then also figure out how many clients that you need to achieve them. This will help you reverse engineer your marketing plan and basically all the actions that you take so that you can achieve your revenue goal. Hey, you're listening to The She Rose Show, home to authentic conversations about business, marketing, and the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. I'm Kelsey, your host and founder of She Rose. I'm a small town gal who left her job without a plan because I was unfulfilled and knew I was meant for more. With nothing more than a passion for social media marketing, I got gritty and built a successful and thriving business of my dreams. And now I'm going to teach you how to do the exact same thing with tried and trusted strategies that I've used to build my business. Think of this podcast as free business school where you can steal my MBA knowledge and get actual applicable business tips without the huge price tag. Each week, you'll learn from myself and trusted guest experts that will help you scale your business without sacrificing your life in the process. So grab a coffee or a glass of wine and let's get ready to dive in. Hello to my wonderful crew of people who tune into this podcast every week. I so appreciate you and I am cheersing you with my cup of coffee because gotta have caffeine coursing through my veins. Today we are going to talk about what goes into an annual marketing plan just the thought of it and like the words make it sound really intimidating. And it definitely is a large project. You need to set some time aside in order to put one together. However, it really does not have to be as complicated as it sounds. And I'm going to dive into all of the details of what you need to be thinking about and the things that you can do on your own in order to put together your annual marketing plan. At the time of this recording, there are 64 days left in the year. So it's time to start reflecting about how 2022 went for you and how you want the next year to go. And a large part of that is going to be a result of your marketing. Your marketing is going to help you get more reach with your business. It's going to help you bring in the clients that you're wanting to work with. And there are so many different ways to market yourself. Like social media is just one part of your strategy. There can be so many different pieces. So I'm going to dive into that today and I'm just going to cut to the chase. Let's dive right in. So first and foremost, you need to reflect on how you showed up over the past year. There can be a lot of things that you can learn and takeaways that you can bring into 2023 just simply by 
reflecting about how this past year has gone. So some things to think about are what do you want to change? Is there anything that you want to do better? And what do you want to keep doing that's maybe going really well in your business? So those are some things to think about as you start sitting down to put together your marketing plan. Second is mapping out your revenue goals because everything that you do next year will be based on how much money you make, right? If you're not bringing in the amount of money that you want and that you need in order for your business to be successful, then chances are you're not really going to be able to do anything else. So You need to sit down and map out your revenue goals and then also figure out how many clients that you need to achieve them. This will help you reverse engineer your marketing plan and basically all the actions that you take so that you can achieve your revenue goals. So start identifying how much it costs to run your business, what are your overhead costs, figure out how much you want to make as a business owner. I know for myself, I have really put myself on the back burner in order to reinvest into my company. And that is not sustainable because you get tired, right? So figure out how much you want to make as a business owner going into the new year. Identify if you are planning to grow your team. That is going to be huge because you're going to need to save some additional funds in order to pay for the salaries. So figure out how much that's going to cost you and then you can kind of piece that into your pricing and how much money you need to be saving out of the revenue that you're making. Then you can figure out your pricing strategy. And like I've chatted about before in previous episodes, it can be really difficult to figure out your pricing, but I highly recommend that you base your price on not only time, but the value that you provide. There's so much that goes into your services and your products that goes well beyond just the time that you spend with somebody and also the transformation that you provide for your clients and customers as a result of the service that you provide. Really sit and think about that and then you can crunch your numbers to figure out how much revenue you want to make and have the potential to make based on the price that you're going to charge, based on the capacity that you have to serve. And that kind of leads me into the next point is that in order to figure out your capacity, you have to map out your business plan. So what are your goals? What are all of the action items that it's going to take in order to achieve your goals? Because realistically, not all of your goals are going to be revenue-based. Some of them may be, but Oftentimes, it's building your team. That was one of my huge goals in 2022 was to be a fearless, approachable, understanding, compassionate, and motivating leader. I have a affirmation sticky note on my desk that I just looked at. And 
that comes with investing into your team. And so you need to figure out like, what is that going to take? All of these things require your bandwidth. And so depending on how you plot out all of the action items that it's going to take in order to achieve your goals, you're going to need to space out all of those things, right? Because you cannot do everything all at once. So Based on your maybe non-revenue driven goals for next year, you can put in your marketing objectives and all of the pieces that's going to take to achieve your marketing goals around your non-revenue based goals. So let's say like, for example, I have a very busy summer usually because I'm traveling a lot. I'm going back to Washington because I sell fireworks and then my family goes on a camping trip in August every single year. So the summer is not really a great time for me to do a lot of like intense business work. I maintain it's more of a maintenance season versus a push hard and growth and expansion season. So I know that. So I know I'm not going to place any crazy things in the summer months because I'm not going to have the time, the capacity, and the bandwidth. Hopefully that all makes sense as I'm speaking it out. It's a lot easier to sit down and map this stuff out on paper. And that is what I love to do with my clients in my one-to-one intensives and also our content creation days. So keep that in mind if you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds like so overwhelming. All right. Like I had mentioned, based on your capacity with your business goals, you're going to want to plot your launches and your push or expansion months in partnership with your business goals and all of the things that you have going on in your life, because it's important that we have a good balance so that you do not burn out. And that happens all too often because we're crazy entrepreneurs that just go, but that's not sustainable and it's not going to help you in the long term. So I want you to really prioritize your personal life and the things that you have going on and making sure that you spread out all of the things that you want to accomplish accordingly so that you have a balance. Okay, so as you sit down and think about your business plan for 2023, I have a couple of questions that will help you start get those juices flowing for planning. Number one, what are you going to leave behind in 2022? What is not working well and what are you going to just not take with you into the new year? Number two is what do you want more of? What are the things that you're craving? And finally, what are your business objectives for the new year? I'm sure you have some ideas, some growth goals, and things that you want to accomplish that you maybe didn't have the time for this year or that you're like, this has been on my heart for a while and I'm going to finally pursue this. So think about those things as you build out your business plan. And when I talk about push months, this is in regard to your marketing efforts. So you're not always going to be like 
showing up super strong, pushing your offers, pushing sales really, because that's not great for nurturing your community. And it's a balance because you can't always be asking for the sale, right? So you have to make sure that you have content in your strategy or just in your marketing plan in general that's nurturing your audience and really building relationships. So here are some different ways that you can promote your business in order to achieve your revenue targets. And it goes beyond just showing up on social media. Like there are so many creative ways and marketing techniques that will allow you to build your business on and offline. And I'm here to help you with that. Number one is like strategic partnerships with other businesses. Go to where your audience is already at. That takes so much less work if you can build strategic partnerships with other businesses that are like-minded, that their clients need your services and they don't necessarily offer your services. Obviously, next in line is social media marketing. I love social media and even in this weird economy and recession as people are saying, it's important to really continue to stand, show up strong here because you're going to outpace your competitors in this time if you just continue to show up because they're probably going to be pulling back. Number three is events. And this can mean so many different things. This can mean you hosting your own events to bring your ideal clients into the same room and gain exposure and showcase your expertise. This can also mean going to other people's events and just networking. For example, showing up at a conference, showing up at some sort of networking event that is being hosted, industry events, all sorts of things. There's so many options and a quick Google search will do wonders for you if you are looking to show up more in person and even host your own events. Please reach out if you're thinking about that because I am an event freak. I love them. So definitely let me know if you have any questions. Other ways that you can show up with your marketing is email marketing and email marketing is so not dead. It's a really great way to build relationships because you're showing up regularly in somebody's inbox. We have been putting out a newsletter regularly now since I want to say July. Our open rate was so low back in July, I think maybe 15 or 20%. And now it's like 45 to 50% on our weekly newsletters, which is outstanding. So email marketing is a great way to just really build connections and create that community around your brand, increase loyalty because they're opening up and they're hearing from you on another platform outside of social media. You can also do paid advertising, which includes digital and traditional, putting an advertisement in the paper, in a magazine, in a local magazine, pay-per-click ads on Google, social media ads. 
there's lots of different ways that you can do paid advertising. Another way is podcasting. This is for the most part free. You have to have obviously the equipment. You have to pay for a platform that shares your content out to Spotify, Apple, and stuff like that. But you can do it for really cheap and editing doesn't have to be hard. And it's a really great way for people to see into your brand because you're talking to a microphone and you are just sharing your expertise. So they really build trust and loyalty fast. And it's a great way for you to nurture your community so that they have that loyalty and they have that trust with you. Another way is public relations, and this can mean you going out and pitching yourself to media outlets, magazines, online platforms where they're sharing kind of blog-style posts, informational posts, where you can share your expertise. It can also mean pitching to other people who have podcasts and showing up on their podcast and sharing your expertise. There's lots of people who are looking for guests on their podcast. And so just simply reaching out and pitching to them is a great way to gain some PR coverage. Also speaking, you can share your expertise on stage. This is a great way for you to be viewed as an authority, as a thought leader. And by doing these sort of acts can allow you to be viewed in a higher light. People will trust you more because they're like, oh my gosh, this person's speaking on stages. That must mean that they're an expert. And they can also just see you posting and sharing about it on your social media channels. And that is really great in terms of building that authority within the eyes of your ideal clients. Okay, I just listed a ton of different ways that you can market yourself, and I don't think I even covered all of the potential options, but I didn't want to overwhelm you. So pick a few of these and just really double down on your efforts for the next year. You can switch your focus up quarterly if you want. Let's say you're going to really go all out with the networking events and show up to one networking event per week and build your in-person network, which I would highly recommend. And then you can anchor your plan around one of the specific methods and let the rest be branches that really boost that anchor. So for example, I'm going to use podcasting because for our podcast, we create so much content for the podcast specifically, and it would serve really well as an anchor because you're creating so much content, right? So if you allow your podcast to be the anchor, you are able to extract pieces of the podcast for social media for blog content. You can also use your topics that you speak about on the podcast as main topics that you speak about, that you share knowledge about at events. You can also use your social media, attending networking events to drive people to your podcast. 
and that will show them your speaking abilities and allow you to book paid events, paid gigs for that. You can also collaborate with the other businesses and build strategic partnerships with other businesses by having them on your podcast. Maybe you go on their podcast and it is a really just honestly great way to cross-reference and build relationships and build brand awareness for you. So that is just an example. There's lots of different ways that you can do this just depending on your own capacity and how much you want to put towards your marketing efforts. My last and final point of today, building your annual marketing plan is creating your strategic content plan that supports the sales and revenue goals. So depending on your offers, your content, and the way that you show up will vary. And so specifically for your push months, you'll want to ramp up your content around those times in order to talk specifically to the pain points that your ideal client is facing so that they get those agitated and they realize they have a problem. And then that's when you come in and pitch your solution. And so that they realize that you are the person who can solve that. And like I was saying, you need to identify when those push months are going to be so that you can figure out, okay, which months am I nurturing? Which months am I really showing up strong with sales content? And I don't recommend necessarily like planning out all of your content for the next month. I would just suggest having a good idea of what your general overall marketing plan is going to be. And so then quarter by quarter, you can show up and figure out your content plan for the goals that you set out. Also, another thing to keep in mind is you don't want to plan out all of your content for the entire year. That would be absolute chaos and mayhem. But it would be a problem if you decided to shift and pivot your overall business and marketing plan because then your content would go to waste. So we don't want that. We don't want that at all. So I would recommend just coming up with your overall marketing plan, mapping all of the things out that you need to do. And that way on a quarterly basis, you can put together your content plan specifically. As you can see, there are a lot of moving parts to this and I can just geek out so hard when I talk about this stuff. So if you have any follow-up questions in regards to this episode, don't hesitate to reach out. Send us a DM at The Shiro Show. I will be in the DMs waiting for you to nerd out together. And also I wanted to mention that I would absolutely love to help you do this in a content creation day where we spend three hours, hours together, figuring out your business and revenue goals and reverse engineering a plan to help you achieve them through your marketing strategy. So if you are interested in getting support with specifically mapping out your annual marketing plan, I would love to be that support for you. So the link to inquire is in our show notes. We are booking out for the rest of this year and also into Q1 of 2023. If you want to get on our books and secure our 2022 pricing for our content creation days, I'd recommend getting in there, applying and securing your spot now 
before you have to spend more money to work with us. All right. That is it for this week's episode of the Shiro show. If you would be so kind to leave a rating and review, that would really mean the most to me. You can do that simply by going to the app that you're in and pressing rate and review. Thank you so much. I will see you next week on the Shiro show. Thank you so much for listening to the Shiro's show. For more value-packed and inspiring episodes like this one, make sure you're subscribed or following The She Rose Show on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are tuning in today. Make sure to check out the show description for links mentioned in today's show. And please leave us a review, give us some love on social, or share this episode with one of your business friends. We love getting to see what your favorite episodes are and hearing your thoughts and feedback. Also, you don't have to wait until next week to come hang out with us. Make sure to say hello on Instagram at WeAreSheRose. We will see you next week on The Shiro Show.